0: Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. We are in the Talk of the Town studio for our show today. My name is Lisa Kay, and in the seat next to me, Mankato City Manager Susan Arns.
1: Did you have a good New Year? We did have a good New Year. We had all of the kids home, and oh, so it was nice. good time. Some games were played. Uh, no puzzles this year, but games were played, and uh, we did take them out to Mankato one day. So oh, yeah, that was fun.
0: Lots of snow. It's nice to have the yeah, real snow and not sure the was. manufactured snow.
1: Yeah, and for those who know my history with ice skating, I did not ice skate this holiday. <laughs> uh, I also didn't ski. I watched from the um From the chalet. From the, chalet
0: the lodge that with a cup of cocoa or something like that. That's yep,
1: I was drinking a Diet Pepsi and playing cards with friends. So. Well, that's good. Yeah, nice. We were-
0: I was at, I've been to uh, Mount Cato once this year, also not skiing or anything. I don't want to break a hip. Yeah, right. Heaven forbid, but I took uh some photos out there it was when all, all the frost and sure. the fog yeah. kind of you know much like it has been for the past couple of weeks on and off um beautiful pictures of things out there so it yeah was we nice. had a
1: great time and got a lot of good family time so it was oh nice. good have they all scattered to the wind now uh well the one that lives out west went back yeah and uh the two that live at home are still there They're still home Busy with basketball, and the other one's working at nice. Mount Cato. Oh, okay. And she has another job as well. So well, good.
0: Good you staying busy. I've got one that's here for another, uh, I think he's another week or so. Oh, nice. And then back up to the U of M, and then the house will be um, a little bit more quiet, yeah. but not a whole lot. Last time you were in, we had a great conversation about um, some of the improvements Uh, and the ideas that are coming to All Seasons Arena and the whys of it all. So I wanted to talk about that today um, and about uh, some of the other area improvements um, that you had mentioned last time and kind of get a little more in-depth as what's coming after the snow melts or maybe even before the snow melts. I don't know how much work can be done A fair amount, actually. Oh, really? Okay.
1: You want to start Turtle Lot? You want to start All Seasons? Let's talk about All Seasons. Um, So we have recently had the All Seasons Arena board meet the board is now comprised of representation from Blue Earth County, North Mankato, and the city of Mankato. Uh, so the board now is just three members. And we made a presentation to them and have deci- the board decided to engage a construction manager to help the board uh, kind of take all the ideas and the input we've received about the different, not just the ice plant that desperately needs Repair, Mm -hmm. but the other things at the facility that are going to need uh, attention, whether it's roof or, um, you know, the energy improvements maybe that are that are needed, and some of the restroom updates and some of those kinds of things. So we can then work with them to take the engineering ideas of what you know should be done or Mm -hmm. needs to be looked at, and then to put some constructability to it of you know how how feasible is or are some of the improvements that are on that list, and then working on kind of the staging of the work, because the staging is going to be probably the most challenging part of it all. The ice plant, for example, will have up to a 12-month or more um, lead time on ordering. Okay. So once we make it— Are we still
0: dis- in that that whole—the uh, lead time is so long. Lead time oh. is
1: long, on certain types of materials. And by having this construction management team involved, they can help us kind of navigate on how long do we wait for this? How long do we wait for that? And then once we develop that schedule, we can then build a construction plan for when do we do certain parts so that we can do as much as we can with minimizing the impact to the user groups. Um, It would be, you know, for example, if we, aren't able to order the ice plant until October and it shows up in October of 24, that's the wrong time to start, right? you know, to take that project on uh, because it's the height of the um, ice season. Right? right. And so kind of working through uh, kind of developing a plan for how do we lay out the, the improvements uh, and work through that plan. So we are excited over the next probably eight to 10, maybe 12 weeks, we'll start developing uh, kind of the basic uh, elements of those plans and then be working with some of the user groups that consume the facility uh, and then the partners to kind of continue to talk about what's feasible. Um, So how do you make
0: that decision? Um, How does the board come to that decision of, okay, we need to go talk to somebody in construction? Because obviously when you're a board member, unless you're Deep in the construction industry, your skills are in other areas. Yeah, so, right. choosing choosing a construction person or group or entity.
1: Yeah, so we had, um, we took the city administrator from North Mankato, uh, the county administrator from Blue Earth County, myself, our facilities superintendent, and then our administrative services director, and I interviewed a number of potential candidates uh, kind of late December. And then early now in in January, with a board, the ASA board had a meeting, and we um, uh, made a recommendation to them okay. of who would fit that role the best. And then the board had a presentation from them, and they agreed. Uh, you know we have some key things that you know, the ability to understand lead times, the ability to understand and build a schedule, Uh, seeing some of the experience and exposure they've had to other similar types of facilities Mm -hmm. and the other similar type of work was really instrumental here. Sure. And so we were fortunate uh, to find a a vendor or a partner that can help us kind of navigate that path.
0: And so in the next, you said up to 10 weeks, you'll be... Yeah,
1: we are going to present to the board uh, a status in early March, uh, so we needed, instead of having them meet in a month, uh, I'm not sure how much we'd really have to share in a month, mm-hmm. so we've got to kind of absorb and help kind of share with this contractor the work that's been done, the studies we have, the priorities we have for the work, and kind of get them connected to some of our user groups and have a conversation about what's a priority for them so they can kind of get all that data inputted right. and then come back to us with a, based on what we've heard, here's what we would recommend. So okay. we're eager to kind of work, get working through that. Um, the ASA board met on Friday, January 6th, and um, you know there was very little time between that and our next conversation with them, so. Wow. yeah. So, you know, we're all in. It's That's moving great. along though, yeah. it's
0: moving along, and so uh, when we, when we continue our, our talks here, I'm sure that we'll be sprinkling in those, what happened over at All Seasons Absolutely. What's going on? When are we starting? And, and those type of things.
1: And it's been a project that people in this community have been begging for and waiting for for a number of years. I recognize that there are some people in our community that this doesn't impact them at all.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but for those that it does impact, it's uh, fairly significant. And the facility does bring a significant amount of economic input into the community. So there is some value in improving it so that it can continue to serve in that role.
0: Right. I know from being from a a hockey family, we're kind of easing our way out. I'm running, but I mean, we're easing. (laughs) Don't laugh. Uh, I'm serious. Um, But there's a lot of tournaments and things like that that can come to town and, and to be able to have a facility that can host those.
1: Yeah. It's important. And there are some things that the facility is just frankly limited with. Yeah. It only can accommodate so much parking. Right. And there isn't a feasible way to add more parking there. Right, right. um, Or a cost effective way to do that. Uh, So within the boundaries and spectrum of what the facility can do, uh, we'll work with this firm to kind of develop a plan for not only doing the necessary improvements, but what are some of those things that we really should do, Mm -hmm. and are they feasible? Right. So working through that plan. I'll be
0: excited to see what happens and the changes that are coming. Um, Speaking of changes, the beginning of the year was a new hire for you, uh, somebody that also has to do in the recreation field, um, but there was a position that was open. Why don't you tell me about that? Yeah,
1: so we uh, added a new recreation scheduler-type position for the organization. Prior to this, uh, recreation scheduling used to be handled on our behalf by the Mankato Area School District, and uh, at the height of COVID, the school district said this isn't something we can continue to take on. Sure. And so we shifted because the event center was slower at that time. We shifted the recreation scheduling over to a staff member in uh, at the event center. And when the event center started getting busy again in 21 and certainly in 22, uh, that person was still doing all of that work plus event center work. And that just isn't feasible to have that role take on those two things. Mm -hmm. So just at the very end, beginning of this new year, we added this position and were able to hire someone who has worked for the city prior, Claudia Hicks, Uh, has taken on that role. She's got a great park and recreation background. Uh, She worked for us at the event center for a number of years, and so she understands kind of the organizational uh, side of the work. Sure. And so because she was also doing some of that scheduling kind of on the side, so to speak, um, this will allow her to um, just be a much better candidate. Over time, her role will add some other tasks like, Managing our volunteer work that currently are managed by someone who works for the uh, Minnesota Valley Council of Governments. Okay. So we'll transfer that volunteer coordination over to this position, but we have to kind of take one big thing first.
0: And it's not just—I mean, we just came off talking about all seasons and ice. It's not just that kind of stuff, but the, we're talking recreation the scheduling fields, of okay. yeah
1: fields and. Uh, the activity that goes on and coordinating with our three one one team on the picnic shelters and the different events that can be held at all the different venues, um, and then over time, the other thing that this position will eventually likely shift into is kind of that—I'll call it—the community event management okay. on the city's behalf. So a lot of the events that happen in our community um, need some support from the city mm-hmm. and. Whether it's um, kind of reviewing a traffic plan or looking at, uh, you know, events that have alcohol certainly have a different layer and look because there are certain things Minnesota law allows and other things they don't. So making sure that, you know, we can provide for the community with our uh, partners that are planning different events, kind of those safe and um, compliant things. Right. Um, so that eventually that'll be like the third prong of this position.
0: Well, congratulations to her. Yeah,
1: we're very happy to have her on our team again.
0: Susan Arntz, Mankato City Manager, our guest on Talk of the Town today. We talked uh, a little bit about some improvements already coming to All Seasons Arena, a new job that was added. Turtle Lot is getting some improvements as well. And this is when I ask, like, what are we doing? What can we do with uh, the outside? And we're covered in snow right now.
1: Yeah, so... Um, What is happening is the bathhouse is getting completely remodeled. And so all of that work is being done right now. Uh, They're working on kind of the interior demo and, uh, you know, kind of getting prepped for, you know, kind of placement of new uh, locker room area, placement of new um, uh, changing spaces, um, adding uh, some more inclusive uh, changing spaces because not always are people coming that are, you know, it's not always the best for uh, uh, a, a dad parent, with daughters, a dad or with daughters, like or a mom with kids, mm-hmm. sons. Or candidly, it's not if you're bringing somebody who's older mm-hmm. and needs some help getting changed, and maybe of an opposite gender. Having those inclusive restrooms right. is just so much easier for them. So you'll see that, you'll see um, some new umbrella type shelters around the, or not shelters, but umbrellas around the perimeter of the pool, that'll come of course later, but... Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of that work, uh, but the, the bathhouse is really the major piece of that project Hmm. and that work is, um, underway already.
0: I suppose you can get inside and do that while the snow is outside. So yeah, yeah, we'll look forward to when should that be complete? The bathhouse?
1: Uh, the bathhouse we anticipate it'll be under construction for the entire 2023 swim season. So, um, you'll have to find other places to swim, Henniker Pond, um, you know, Spring Lake Park, Mm -hmm. um, for this season. Um, find a friend. That's yeah, right. Cool. I don't know <laughs>
0: sprinkler. Yeah, that's what you get. Um, what about the uh, moving online? I know that the um, online platforms are huge right now to cut down on paperwork and staff having to deal with things. I know that the city uh, is has worked to get their building permits and other types of permits moved online. How's that going?
1: Amazing. So last year we introduced a system called Intergov. And for building permits, and we've been able to achieve over 60% of all the building permits that come into the city are being done, uh, submitted online. Mm -hmm. It allows our staff, um, it's much more efficient for our staff to review and then submit the building permit back to the party that had submitted it. So it's more more than just a lot of work to manage. It also is creating a better outcome and a better product for uh, the end user. Right. Uh, This year, we are working to get about 95% of the licensing we do uh, into that intergov system. So, liquor licensing, we do taxi licensing, we do uh, peddlers that, you know, the people that come door to door. Mm -hmm. Um, We do that kind of licensing, some right of way licensing for utility companies, for example, that are doing work in the right of way, uh, getting those kinds of permits into a system where those can be then. entered and then responded to in an online platform.
0: It seems like it's going to make it a whole lot easier. I think so. Um, Our last topic that we're going to talk about today is something that's kind of interesting. We're talking solar, and there's a a partnership that was created with the city, uh, with a company, and mainly focusing on um, renters and low income right now. But can you tell me about solar power?
1: Yeah, so we have created a partnership with Cooperative Energy Futures, who will be building a new solar array and part of the partnership is creating a subscription service for uh, renters, uh, low-income, and also for homeowners that would want to subscribe to the solar energy. Uh, By doing so, they can see probably immediately, we're estimating up to 7% of a a discount on their uh, utility bill, their electric utility bill. And over time, what we're being told is people will see up to 20%. Um, savings on their um, energy bill. What's really interesting about this platform is typically renters are not able to access the solar subscriptions Mm -hmm. because they don't have the, they aren't the um, electric um, consumer. Right. And, or they don't own the property. A lot of them up till now have been, you have to be a property owner. Well, by the city being the subscriber, um, and we are showing up with the Mayo Clinic Event Center um, or Mayo Clinic Health System Event Center, sorry. We are showing up with that because we have an electric demand and that over time what can happen is as we have these subscribers, those subscribers will consume some of the event systems or event centers' um, capacity. And so then we can share that then, the capacity oh. with the other, with these different individuals who could see a huge benefit from that participation. So Cooperative Energy Futures will be working with us to uh, kind of market and program uh, their improvements so that we can get some connections out to our information out to potential subscribers and start getting them subscribed. Um, We don't have a good contact. So if you're interested in it right now, Probably the best thing you could do is call three one one, and mention that you want to talk to someone in our engineering department. Probably Michael McCarty, but we don't have right now. A, who should they be reaching to to right. become a subscriber? Right. So coming soon.
0: Right. We're not ready with that yet, but I'm sure, like you said, there'll be marketing that comes out, so we'll be letting people know.
1: Right. So if people start calling, we can at least hang on to their name or phone number sure, and then share that with Cooperative Energy Futures to reach back to potential subscribers.
0: Right. And you mentioned uh, low-income and renters, but uh, you also said then homeowners, Homeowners some homeowners. Yeah,
1: homeowners too. The biggest thing to qualify is you have to be an Excel Energy customer and live in Blue Earth County. Okay. So those are the two big things. And again, one of the things that's really exciting about this, especially from the renter aspect, is if you move, you can take your subscription with you. Oh. And that's not very common with these subscriptions that are property owner based. Right. So we're excited to see how that might um, work for us in this community.
0: That's some big changes coming. So uh, we'll keep an eye on the city's uh, social media, on um, the websites as well. Like you said, 311, a good place to get connected. Always a good place. And then uh, we'll look forward to that. Do you th- feel like solar is going to grow here?
1: I yeah. do think it, there's a
0: space for that for sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll be interested to watch that. Susan Arts, Mankato City Manager. What are we talking about next time? What are you going to be working on when you leave here? All the things. All the You're things. Like, I've got
1: a big list, right? I know you want to talk about snow, but I don't want to talk about snow.
0: We don't have to talk about snow. It's here. And um, here's the bonus to it. I haven't seen a mosquito in weeks.
1: You we haven't seen mosquito and all of this snow is going to do... Uh, some good things for our water table.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully some of it soaks into the ground and some of it goes to the lakes and the rivers. Right, now
1: we pray for a nice, slow, easy melt.
0: That's exactly right. Well, uh, until we see you next time again, thank you so much for your time and all you do for us. Thank you, appreciate it.